Yes. No, no, no. I would say I can give you my take on it, and then you can let me know. You can educate me because give us your <laughs> give us your take, Jocelyn. I would love to hear. So I remember when I was teaching classes, and uh, we would be. I would always relate the relationship building of the sales to relationships, and I would always have to ask them because I'd be like. Yeah, so imagine you've met this person on this dating app and you did whichever direction you have to swipe for it to be a good thing because I don't know that even. Um, and so they'd always have to tell me and I always forget. I think it's right is the good way, um, which I am ambidextrous and I feel like lefties, I think this is just, this is an entirely different conversation. Um, but no, okay, so the, my entire experience with dating apps and I don't even know which app I was on. My girlfriend, we, we were at dinner, it was three of us were at dinner together, okay. and my girlfriend handed her phone to me and my other girlfriend, and we were allowed to swipe through her account like rapid fire, pow, 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 just to see what would happen, and that is my entire experience with dating apps. That is everything I have. <laughs> I've never been on a dating app. I've never, I've never even been on, like, if we're going to rewind way far back, because I think at one point. There was like dating websites. It wasn't an app yet, but it was True. like, is it like OK Cupid That's was like a smart. website and like Plenty of Fish mm -hmm. was like a website, website. back in the day? That was all a website. Okay. Now it became apps. I have never done any of that. Oh. I've not ever oh. done any of those. You're lucky because it's accessible. <laughs> well, it's it's awful because you've got you all have a shared smoke screen of a shared image of like I what agree. you're going for. Mm -hmm. But then do you, and then you run across like three jaded people and then you adopt the jaded mentality <laughs> <laughs> and like, then what? Because <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine because you go in with the best of intentions Correct. and then you meet a, a, a dating app veteran who's like, it's never going to work there. And so like, you're going into this conversation with this person and, and like, I think Tinder was like a, supposed to be a booty call app, right? I mean, it started with the best intentions of a dating app, and then it became the booty call app. So why would you even be on Tinder if you were looking for a relationship? Because even in those apps, there's still the possibility of a relationship. But you know that everybody there is there for a booty call because everybody knows it's a booty call app. Well, I think you and I see things from like a, a logical perspective. Most people are just trying to like, so everyone has all these social medias, you got your Facebooks, Instagram, all that. Yeah. That's how the dating apps are now. Like I'm on Tinder. I'm on Bumble. I'm on, you know, hinge. That's how people do it. So I've heard of hinge. Mm -hmm. I've heard cause it's their, their moniker is, is it's the dating app that's meant to be deleted. That's like Correct. their little commercial. I saw that. Mm -hmm. um, cause it's like, it shows it like withering away or whatever. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty good advertising, but like, Okay, aren't all dating apps technically meant to be deleted? Like the goal is it? Is it? Um, <laughs> what's that one called that was really well known? Oh, is it eHarmony? That's like date date where they ask you like your blood type and stuff. Yeah, and they, they ask get, they you about your childhood. Yeah, yeah. Like so, because they're matching you through their algorithm and so yeah, it's a matchmaker service. I get that, but like to hinge saying we're the app that's meant to dating app that's meant to be deleted like and so so what makes them special what i like about hinge out of any of them is, is that it's more conversational based so you know well you don't nope. <laughs> so 
Let me let me bring you into the world. Of I do know apps. Bumble the girl has to message first. Which is a horrible construction I, of an idea. I have heard horrible. about this. I can we, talk to you about that. Remind me. Yes. So I had a very fun conversation with my 16-year-old that you'll appreciate. Ooh. Um nothing inappropriate or anything like that, but about about females reaching out first. Just yes. circle back to That's that. That's gonna be good because I, I have a that. lot of <laughs> probably frustration to That's all I know though. Yeah, yeah, I have heard about that. Um so hinge, you know. Every so uh, every one of these apps, kind of like the social media, is about your profile. You have to, you know, you you're trying to show your personality in maybe 300 characters. Mm -hmm. Where what Hinge does is it's going to ask you a series of questions to figure out who you are and then show that personality off to other users. Multiple choice. Yeah, kind of something like that, or like it'll stage a question in which you have to type an answer, you know, um, or it'll ask you. Um, kind of like it'll have a meme mentality sometimes, like which picture in your camera roll best describes your personality, and then you find that. And then now what you can do from what I saw online is you can actually voice record, like you can actually say something and let them hear your voice, let them get that kind of feel of your personality when they come to your page. Whereas before, when you're looking at the tenders, and maybe Tinder did this as well, you're just seeing pictures, you're seeing a grouping of six pictures, and in that besides the bio that they tell you about, you have to make your decision off of, is this person somebody I want to pursue or not, left or right? My other experience that I forgot to note is Reddit, Tinder, um, subreddit, <laughs> where people post things. That's Because I, I have actually seen where people are like, are these the right photos? But irrelevant. <laughs> no, yeah, I no. I got to admit what I know. Because but, that's what it comes down to. It's the cheat code. What do you say? Like on his. Thank you. What do you say? Thank you. I mean, frick. What the frick did you say? Like, is how do you? Um, oh, you could do like cheesy pickup lines. You could like that. Actually, would be kind of fun because you have not you, well, you have good voice. So I think you honestly, if there's an opportunity <laughs> to use voice, is well, you know what I'm talking lines? about. No, you know what I'm talking about. You see a man. And he's on like reels or whatever, and you've watched him over and over again. Yeah. And you, you, he's always doing dubbed over stuff. And then he comes on and speaks, and you're just like, what? Um, the funniest one, not to throw anybody under the bus because mm -hmm. it doesn't change how attractive they are. Yeah, it does a little. Um, the guy who is like the new Magic Mike, he's Australian. I swear I've sent you some of his stuff. Very attractive guy, mm -hmm. resembles Channing Tatum. Okay. When he speaks, yeah. you're just like that's your voice. Okay. <laughs> and, so that's one and, of those. and so yeah. so I will tell you, like as a female, and again, does it change that he's very attractive? No, right? I'm not <laughs> I'm not taking away from that. But I yeah. don't know that I want him to talk to me. <laughs> I mean, like, which as a male, he's a male entertainer, I don't think he cares. Like, and I'm sure he no. has no problem yeah. in his personal life. But the point is such that like you could see somebody and be like, ooh. And then they open their mouth and you're like, ooh. And but I'm, I'm assuming Those females, are the nuances. But females, it's the same way. So you'll have that female. And like, I hate the sound of my own voice. I cannot. Like, if I could sub out and get a new one, I would in a heartbeat. Yesterday. Uh, but you have those women, my favorite ones. And I have this personal experience with someone who I don't really like. Talks entirely through their nose. And it's like really whiny. And they're like. I just don't know. Yeah. And like, no. it's entire, and like, Jemias, don't you want to <laughs> take me out on a date? Like, no. and you, I don't even know if they know how they sound. They but, don't. oh my gosh. Um, so, no, you could totally, I think that would be great. Is but but like you can't read poetry. You're not allowed because that's too much to my no. up front. No, no, no. But, I, but I, like, I pick up lines. I've never done that on the, I've never, 
like I said, when it comes to the dating apps, I think that people have seen that sliver of me. The you know, it's the two sides of me. You've seen more of that serious, and then I kind of sprinkle maybe some of the funny, but never that. That's the deep part. Because you could be like, "Are you TSA?" Because I'm expecting a pat down. Like you, know, you could totally. I don't know. <laughs> oh, but you could do really bad Why not, ones. Though? But you could do. But you have a good voice, uh-huh. so like that could that could have. But see, here's the thing. All right, so I think Hinge should provide a service where you send someone your voice, and I know it's all subjective. Yeah. But let like ten of ten review and be like, should I put my voice on there or don't do it? And then they can tell you because there's some men that would be like, oh yeah, I'm totally gonna put my voice on there. And if you had an objective group of ten women that like they don't show you your photo or anything, you just hit play on the voice, and they're like, eh. then you could be like, ah, don't lead with that guy, Correct. you know. Correct. Um, but yeah, no, that could be something to be. See, I mean, they need they need if a dating app wants to be successful. But they are successful. That's the trick. No, 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 no. Okay, no, they. That's the whole point. That's what you're missing. Their version of success is not yours because you I, continue to be a user. No, no, I agree. But that's what they want. That's the whole. That's why I have an issue with so them in the in first the place. Correct. That's their whole and job. No. Oh, that's why. I don't, oh, that's why no. I stopped using them. Oh no. Yeah, that's why I stopped using because. Like, for instance, Bumble. Bumble's a perfect example of how you can become a billionaire like that CEO Mm -hmm. off of literally just making people cogs of the machine. (laughs) You know? That's terrible. They know that their users are trying to sub out of the program. They know this. But at the end of the day, they continue to hit, like, if you have your notifications on, they're going to hit you with things to draw you back to engage you. They have a whole algorithm to to keep you engaged in it. The only way to get out is to delete it and delete it off your phone because they're. Oh, they send you like notifications. Yeah. Hey, girl! Like people look at your stuff or people. Yeah, watch and you it'll or... be in because this is what came out last year as well, and I knew it. I knew it because of being a black and on these platforms where I'm seeing mainly only white women. That there, some of these are bots. Oh, these are bots. sure. And so it's finally proven that yeah, they they were using bots to get more. It's a paywall. They're charging you now on these things. Before when they came out, they were using ads as the paywall. No. Now they're like, hey, if you want to get a, a unlimited likes for the day where you can just scroll all you want, pay us 20 bucks a month. Yeah, they got Tinder Plus, Tinder Gold, Bumble, all of them. All of them do this. And so now you realize that, okay, one, and this, you know, we work around tech. We've worked around it. Yeah. I times. don't like selling my information to someone if I'm not getting a profit out of it. I'm giving you my information for free. You're selling it at a premium. Then you're charging me back to use your service in which you are constantly engaging me to use it. No. Brilliant. Brilliant. But then here's the other problem. Like when we, when you talk about like Bumble, for instance, <laughs> women are not used to going after guys. <laughs> That's not what they do. So there's many a times I had to stop using Bumble altogether because literally you get 24 hours. Unless the woman goes back in there, I think they get another 12 if they want to keep the match. But women don't know how to start conversations in it. Hey, hola, yeah. hi. Oh, you want to hear my combo? So mine, <laughs> this is this is very, very relevant. I think this is something that I think more women need to have this um, awakening. Talk to them. That, that my 16-year-old had. Um, which is that they're, they have a Sadie Hawkins dance at school. Ooh. So there's one dance a year mm-hmm. that it's the, the girls ask the guys. Mm-hmm. Every single one of her and her friends is like, I ain't going. 
And I'm like, why? And she goes, uh, no. She goes, a whole bunch of girls are going to be asking the same guys and a whole bunch of girls are going to get rejected. And like, who wants to do that? This is not even worth it. I'm just not even going to go to the dance. And I'm like, huh. It's like, that's interesting. She's like, I was like, has it occurred to you that this is what guys have to do all the time? And she just kind of went, like, her face was great. She just looked horrified. And I'm like, now do you understand why? If a guy has the guts to come tell somebody that they like them, like, they're putting themselves out there. This is terrifying. Like, it is demoralizing. It is uncomfortable. It's like, am I good enough? Do you like me? Are you just being nice to me? Right? And she's just over there, all of her friends, if we're just not going, we're just not because the guys, they don't like us. We don't know. And I'm like, you're experiencing the exact same thing men have to deal with every single day. Like, now you understand why some guys come off jerks because they've encountered one or two girls that are just nasty about things. So they get better. If you're sensitive, and somebody's being rude and just rejecting you disrespectfully, like, you're going to feel some type of weight eventually. Right. So I think it's hilarious that women are so um, inflexible when it comes to men. Like you aren't even giving them a shot. You are like, ew, but they're doing all the damn legwork. Like that's just, and, and women's inability to start a conversation. I love the ones where people will talk about having a combo and, and, and I joked one of my, one of my friends, is recently back on the market after okay. married for like 20 plus years Ooh. a little older and and they're joking about having to give like conversation counseling to people like yeah so when you're asked a question answer it and either a answer it in such a way that's funny that gives them something else to feed off of or ask a question but just answering with one word answers and then being surprised when it doesn't go anywhere is not going to work. And I'm well, like, I'm you. is that really happening? Yeah. Oh, I, yes. I just am mind yes. blown that a girl is like, hey, hey, how, what's up? Not much. You? Oh, I'm just doing this and this. Cool. What do you do? The next time that I set up a dating app, I'm going to show you a conversation because they're all similar. Just like that. You know, if, if, if it's, cause I don't, like I said, I won't use Bumble anymore because my, my experience with that is a person, they would say hi and I'd be like, okay, you know, depending on the time of day, good morning, good afternoon, mm -hmm. you know, um, how, how's your day or how's your evening going? Good. <laughs> okay. Um, so I saw on your profile that you like to be outdoors. What are you, what are the activities you like to do in your outdoors? Hiking, unmatch. <laughs> That's the I only, I only, I'm going to ask you three questions and I'm done. Because the thing is this, right? You, you see me from my pictures. You've made a conscious decision that you find me attractive or not, physically attractive. Once you have that, and now we're talking. Now we have to kind of figure out how if we can take this to that next stage before we actually go on a date. If you can't even do five to ten minutes of like basic small talk. Then it makes it harder for hey, me. Not everybody had to do public speaking, Jemaya. I know. Not everybody. I, I know, and I think at times I've maybe I've been hard about that, but it's just like I've had this conversation with a few women, mm -hmm. actually a few women friends, and I've said, Y'all don't understand how hard like you have no game. You have no game. <laughs> they don't because they're the hunted. Correct. I said these are the two things you don't understand, you don't do well. You don't handle rejection well, and you you're not great in conversations. You don't know how to start them. So how could you approach a man and actually try to get him to pay attention to you? You won't. 
because you're so worried about the rejection that you'll never get there. This is the demise of the dating system. It is. Birth rate. Come find me. Marriage rate. Girls are like, I don't know how. That's wild. No, I, I like. I'm wondering. So in my head, I'm trying to. I guess play devil's advocate a little and try to think of like why maybe they're waiting for you to move to an in-person like interaction like like does is there a time window that's appropriate to not and I'm not talking about like a hookup I'm talking about like going to have no you're talking about actual dating or going to play Normal tennis stuff. or going to like you know going to a movie or whatever which I know like everybody's like oh bad first date I'm like it's better than sitting on an app and going back and forth like hello um you can at least be like in person with someone um but yeah, no, I'm just, I'm blown away. And that's one of the reasons I'll tell you, like, it was one of those things. I mean, if I were to explode onto the market right now and be single, I would be like, not, nah, not doing it. I'll, I will adopt more cats. Um, I will, I don't know. I don't know what I would do in lieu of being on those apps. I just feel like that so much of it is stacked against you. Um, oh, oh, it is. Women, women, this is the thing with women. Women have to have reality checks with themselves. So Here's what, I, what I've told. Know, right? <laughs> I'm not doing that. Here's what I've said to a lot of female friends is we are still in that time of the, the overcorrection. Women are overcorrecting men for centuries of bad behavior. That's where we're at. So women are in the stage now where they can be CEOs. They can they make lots of money. They make more money than men. You got women who are out earning men. So that thought process takes on a masculine type of thought process. I run this. I run that. Women try to take that same energy in dating, but then realize, oh, I've never had to go ask a guy out. Yeah, but you had to go and earn your job. Like, that's where I'm stuck on. How is it that much different? Like, if you're the CEO, then go run some freaking game. But like, okay, so my favorite line. rejection. But my favorite line is, and I've said this, this is about so many different topics, Mm -hmm. but dating is perfect, is to have someone be interested in you, you have to be an interesting person. And I think that's the piece where there are so many people on this planet right now that think that them showing up is enough. And I'm just like, but you don't just want somebody to show up. You want somebody to be uh, amusing. You want somebody to be intelligent. You want somebody capture your eye, like, oh, wait a minute. And you literally yeah. just show up, and you're like, okay, oh, participation trophies, man. We got dating participation trophies. But that's where I just I blame parents. Yeah, I blame. It, well, it, mommy it and daddy saying you're perfect Correct. just the way you are. Which let me tell you, like, so many people, my parents never. My parents are like, mm-hmm. what you gonna do to get better? um they're like we love you now go do something yeah. like that was it and so many parents are like you're the biggest bravest strongest and then and then their kids literally spend their whole childhood thinking that they are unstoppable they hit adulthood and, and they the have wall. never been shown any kind of challenge adversity anything not at all I, and people give me garbage sometimes because i give the kids adversity like i'm just a step parent it's not like i'm not there the person that like I, yes, you can go back and forth of that's that is a parent. I'm not saying it's not. Been you doing can it. claim the mentor title if you want to. Been doing it for a decade. I get it. I'm yeah. here, and I know I'm relevant. Yeah, I'm not questioning that. But there's a difference when it's the person that gave you life. Right. There's a level of like veneration that they get because they are just that. That's that's your mm-hmm. core person, mm-hmm. right? In your life, you get one mom and one dad. Correct. Everybody else is can be very important. can be more influential Correct. than your actual parents, but never do they replace them. Correct. And so that's what I'm saying is that my, the kids that I have raised while I have been their main female figure, yeah. they don't have that lean on me that um, they would, if I wasn't their 
direct, like if I was their mother, that whole, oh, I made you. Um, and so, but I have purposely thrown up roadblocks in their path. And I've actually been kind of like, people have pushed back on me. And I'm like, no, no, I want them to feel this when they're supported at home. Right. I don't want the first time that they encounter no, or the first time, like, I literally yeah, out tell the real them, world. I literally tell them, I, I tell you no, because it's good for you to hear sometimes. And they're like, what? And I'm like, listen, because you need to understand, you know, being told no doesn't mean it's all going to heck. Being told no means, oh, we got to figure something else out. Got it. You know, being told no means, oh, I mean, I'm not going to get everything I want because we have a ton of adults now who think that they deserve everything that they want and they're not doing anything and they're just sitting there waiting for somebody. And I have specific people that I'm thinking about that I am not a huge fan of that maybe have that mindset oh, wow. that I don't think deserves certain people's time or energy. Um, I'm just saying, I'm a, yeah, you know, but that's where we sit of like, you have to give those, which sucks. Cause now we've got a whole bunch of adults and I can't freaking tell you, uh, we're purposely not having kids because we know we don't want to take on that, you know, level well, of ownership, but we can't do it. How do you parent adults? How do you correct this behavior in adults when everybody instead just sits there and is salty and is like, this is not working out for me. Why don't you do something different? You care when you look at an age of parents who are still walking around doing that. How how can I expect my child, my son, to even be respectful if I'm not? Yeah. And then to add on to your no, like I told my son, the power of no. It's the one word that when we're young, we vilify. But when we're old, we need. Okay? When you're young, it's no. You don't get that. You get ticked off. But when you're older and you don't want someone to touch you, it's no, this is my body. Boundaries. We don't teach people that. Mm -hmm. And then we wonder why people have issues with no, because no, just a two little word, it's powerful. But no is this bigger tree that roots into the branches of rejection. Mm -hmm. And that's why you see people who are handcuffed in the place who don't want to actually do anything. You know, you bring up a good point about like relationship to, you know, dating. I mean, it's the similar world. I know from experience that a lot of times I won't actively go out and ask people out because of the rejection. It's mm -hmm. not about looking stupid. It's about, I want you, I want this person. And if they say no to me, it's going to crush my whole world. Oh, I had to learn how to get through that. One of the cases last year was there was, and I, yeah, I'm telling you now, I never told you this. I was talking to another friend about this girl I liked. Um, she thought she was pretty awesome, um, funny, smart. She didn't take crap at all. Liked her. Liked her for a long time. And I was like, I always wanted to ask her out, but I just don't think she'll like me. And he was like, so? Like, you got to take your shot. Funny enough, I was like, well, you know, I, I wrote, I kind of snuck in a poem about her. And he's like, of course you did, because you're, you're an idiot. That's what you do. You, you take things you feel and you put them on shelves. So then I, what did I do? I was like, all right, cool things. I'm going to do it. So I don't know, I wanted to ask her out. She's very sweet. Didn't even go in the way that I thought. I thought all these worst extinction level event scenarios <laughs> you're like, where she's uh, just like, no, you're ugly. Uh, and she was just like, oh my God, thanks for asking me out. Um, you know, I don't want to go on a date with you, but you're very kind. I always thought you were awesome. Let's remain friends. And like, when I told my buddy that, he was like, oh man, like you taking it hard. I was like, no, I'm not. That's why I need it. I need someone to like let me down really nice yeah. so that I know that, okay, it's just like relationship building and sales. You're going to get 99 no's 
before you get that yes. <gasps> so you got to keep plugging away. It's dating app BB. <laughs> <laughs> it is. You're only, it you is. only have to get one to say yes <laughs> to meet your quota. You're going to get told Look, no nine times out of ten. You, you are. Yeah, that sucks though. You like, are. But that, knowing that, like the stats on that, I'm out. Like, I'm like. Yeah, and, and here's the other thing I didn't talk about with women too. Women have to, like, women love to pick on men to say, this guy comes in, he puts on his bio that he wants to be in a relationship, and then when I ask him, he just wants to be a fuckboy. Like, women are bad about that. Women will tell you straight up, like, relationship, long-term relationship. So, in my head, if I know that's not what I was looking for, I'm not going to waste your time. Yeah. I know I want to be casual, I want to be friends, or maybe just hook up, then okay. So, what, I swiped on one woman who said she just wanted to be casual. And then she's like, I'm looking to get married in the next 24 what? months. <laughs> Unmatched. Yes. You can't. That's, yes. That's a catfish. Yes. That's a swipe catfish. Yes. And women like, do it. A lot. Women like to call men out about their BS about being fuckboys, but women do it a lot more on the side of bait and switch with, oh, let's just hook up, but then I want to be married. Here's today's. I'm trying to get married in the next six months. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, no. No, so it's like, to me... If that's what your intent is, then just don't put anything on there. Just leave it blank. And then it's a roll of the dice, right? Like you can't assume, but but to specifically say, <laughs> I'm here for the hookup. And then be like, so by the way, is that the hookup you mean legally hooking up? I love how you don't know enough about this. So every time you talk, you just segue me into something else. Oh, so nice. perfect situation. Because <laughs> so I'm like that. I usually don't say anything because really it's, this is a dating app. I don't know you. I want to get to know you first. Yeah, because, I don't know what I want with you. Yeah, I don't know. I really can't tell you because the truth is I don't, if I need to go find somebody to hook up, I don't have to go on the Tinder to do it. Me understanding that is part of the equation of when I go to these apps, I really do want to look for someone that I can possibly have a relationship with, but maybe we're only, I've had a few people that we saw each other and then we end up, we're cool. We're just friends. Like I don't want any romantic thing from them, but what happens is you'll have women who do that too, who won't put anything. And then that'll be one of the questions I ask. So, hey, you know, I, I see that you don't really have a relationship status or profile. So, you know, what are you looking for out of a man here? Oh, I'm just looking. <laughs> this is a funny thing. I'm just looking for adult conversations. Oh, that means they have a kid, huh? <laughs> one, they do. But I'm like, okay, so what type of adult conversations? Because... Do they mean sexting? That's what I was like. Are you talking like or like on, politics on a sex level, or just on an everyday? I need to talk to an adult because you have a child, and she was like, "Oh, it can be anywhere in that realm." The, the vagueness of a person who won't double down—that's a lot. I've literally never heard adult conversation. Like, okay, so I can understand if you're in like a mommy and me group, but like, okay, our, our question. Yes, yeah. please, be, please. This might be a little off. No. Isn't every conversation an adult conversation once you're an adult? That's what I thought. Like, this is an adult conversation. I agree. Hi, your friends. One would assume are all your friends under the age of 18. That's. Because that's an adult conversation. Yeah. yeah. I'm just at a loss it's because I've literally never used that as like, this is what I'm looking for. In fact, I prefer less adult conversation. Like I, my adult conversation, like at work, I'm like, I don't really want to do this anymore. I'm with you on um, that. I you know agree. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so to me, there has to be 
that has to be code for something that me and my novice level dating app, I don't know what that means. No, There's no. got to be a cheat code. It, it comes back to It's like women. Rosebud on Sims. It means $1,000. <laughs> is it $1,000? That's what I thought. I think, I think it's $1,000. So what it does is. adult conversation mean? Women don't know what they really... Women know what they want, but then they don't know what they want. That's how I equate it. Ooh. You're talking to me about an adult conversation but it's like like you like you just said it, you're having mean? adult conversations right now we're talking like hey i asked you a question you have the ability to frame it the answer any way you want i'll wait if i see you said adult conversations and then i see the bubbles i'm like oh she has more to offer me i'll wait before i ask a question yeah because the next response for me is to come back and say well what does that mean to you and then when you when you get this person talking they're like uh, uh. so this person which let me let me switch over and then we'll continue. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I have questions. I have questions. <laughs> so as this person as I was talking about, when I asked that question about adult conversations, she said, Can I video call you? Cool. It's a video call. That'll make it easier. You I can look at you, you can look at me, we can get this answer. So then she gets on the phone and she's like, Well, you know what I mean. Like I, I have a child and just, you know, I want to be able to talk to someone like a man and we talk about things that aren't google gaga i'm like okay i understand that but then you said somewhere in between that and sex well you it's just like well, i love that sex it's like okay so just say what you mean because this whole thing is confusing and this is the problem i see in this world like what you talk about with the sadie hawkins dance is another round i know i'm kind of jumping but it's it all really all this ties is that when you put the onus on women to have to do this, <laughs> we have to know what we want and ask for it. That's too they're much. They're like, no, that is too much. But I draw the, line. the one thing I give your daughter is that she, she got it. Cause this is the other thing women do. Women aren't going for the average guy. They're going for the top 20%. And if all of the women are going for the same 20%, somebody's going to be left on the wall or some guy's going to have two or three girls on his arm. That sounds like a healthy competition, but also I have to tell you. That, <laughs> well, well, what you no, here's what's, you want to hear what's dark. Did you ever watch Handmaid's Tale? Mm -mm. Oh, okay. Mm -mm. Darn, this reference is so lost on you. Um, because you said they're gonna be left on the wall, and that's where they put the bad people that they caught. Wow. They hung up, and it was called the wall. So it's just kind of <laughs> <wild>. <laughs> and like <laughs> I, I threw you one, you and threw so, me one. Like on the wall, I'm like dark, and then I'm like, wait, he might not even know that that mm -mm. reference. Which, for the record, that show, I heard it was good. Um, well, here's the thing: as a very empathetic person, you actually have to like choose how and when to watch it because you just keep it thinking it you. can't get. Oh, it's going to, yeah. but in such a healthy way. Like okay. it's it's a really good. Um, a, it'll make you grateful for your every day if you okay. have you know if you're going down gratefulness paths. But B, it is a realistically down and I and I hate to say this because like my family is naturally very conservative but there are roads that people are attempting to go down that you slippery slope yeah yeah blah could legitimately go where this is going and this author did it on purpose wow. it was meant to be a reflection of what could really happen um that they then they created the show out of and they did such a good job but the show is so twisted you can't you think every single time you're like it eh, can't get worse and they're like ah, but, yes. but for real like if you ever do go down the road of watching it i say give it two or three episodes at least to get into um, the 
Yes, uh, and but seriously, let me know because I would oh. love to have that. You and I could have I'm a crier. really good dialogue. This is not that. Okay. This is a level of disconnected from reality, and um, it's actually so emotionless. Okay. Like it is, yeah. it is wild. Emotion. But yeah, but no. So you said that's what you were like. There's yeah, because a guy with some stuff and multiple girls on his arm, or there's gonna be people on the wall. And I'm like, but you're right though. Like, it takes people to a point of they take themselves out of the game. And I don't mm -hmm. mean like suicide, no trigger mm -hmm. warning there. But I mean like they take themselves out of the dating game, and that's I don't think that's wrong. I think that's accurate. It's, it's, just it's part of the. It's part of what I call the overcorrection right now, because women, you know, and keep in mind this woman that I'm talking about, master's degree, very educated woman. And you would think someone that educated can have a conversation, but then I have to, I do have to give grace to say that if there is a woman that I'm really attracted to, I might fumble my words. I think I was making her uncomfortable, not to say that I'm that beautiful, but apparently <laughs> I think just when I finally was able to lay eyes on her, I think I was making her uncomfortable and she wasn't able to be as confident in her form as she normally would be so do you think I, people yeah. do you think it comes with a sense of entitlement once you've done all that work like the education could actually be a it's a detriment uh-huh yeah because in my head like i i don't see that i could ever I've, I've considered going back to school but i'm the world's worst student i just am <laughs> everything deserves to be optional in my book i'm like i don't have to do that um but i also have a, a problem paying for people to talk down to me that's a difficult struggle that i have within like college was wild for me because yeah. i felt like in high school teachers rooted for you and i felt like they supported you and yeah i understand you're a child in high school and you're an adult in college when i wasn't i was only 16 when i started college mm -hmm. but the difference in the behaviors and attitudes of professors like i was honestly offended and i'm not saying everybody that was but but the vast majority of my professors were inhuman like it yeah. was they treated us all the same they they didn't think about and they wanted us to be you know all in on their course but then it was like it was just going through the motions for them i'm like you're not even passionate about this why am i supposed to be Correct. passionate about it? i came across a couple really good professors um and i still to this day respect the work they did with the majority of them it was just like anybody else it's but here as an adult looking back actually though let's look at the majority of the people that we work with work alongside in any yeah. profession you've got 20 percent that are super garbage you've mm -hmm. got 60 percent that are just phoning it in and you've got 20 percent that are super amazing right. and so like yeah i probably mostly encountered the 60 percent that were phoning it in yeah um i agree so yeah. wait that to dating now yeah. People, oh, it, gosh. It, 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 you know, what you're talking about wraps back into what we're saying perfectly, because I think that's where we are, too. I think with education, women feel emboldened, but they don't understand it's a detriment because a man doesn't look for your education to be the yeah, first What does status. your master's have to do with our relationship? It doesn't. When I don't know if you'll be loyal to me. If I don't know, yeah. like, is what you were talking about, this person who doesn't deserve this, it's like, what do your degrees mean to me? Will you pick me? Will you be loyal to me? Will you, beyond that, only have eyes for me or will you make me look stupid in front of people yeah, is your degree in loyalty or is your degree in you know also though there's this level the piece that i could think of is if i wouldn't even put my degrees out there period i would i would put my fields of study because that's a piece of like what you're passionate yeah. about but you know why I, I wouldn't, you know why i wouldn't 
to put my degrees out there? Because mm. the one thing that I hear when you tell me about your degrees is, okay, so are you looking for a Mr. Dad? Like, are you looking for somebody to stay at home and you're going to take care of them? Or do you think you're going to attract somebody other than a Mr. Dad? who's like, I could ride off this gravy train and be a stay-at-home dad and hang out and watch pro sports and just live my best life. You know like, what they want, right? What? I don't, I don't know about white women specifically because it, it, it's been – there's been a lot of studies about I've this, but those, specifically so black women. You. Oh, it, you know, okay. there's been it's been this talk because black women are one of the highest segments of educated uh, females in this country. Sure, um, is that they're looking for that? <laughs> Lord forgive me. They are looking for that ultimate match. If they're making three hundred grand, they're looking for the man who's doing just like that. It's like you understand that one per those one percenters are like entertainers, CEOs. They can have any woman they want. They're not going to want a normal you or me. Mm, and I have an objection to all of this. Because what are the odds that you're good at both what you're doing to be in that percent and a relationship? You almost are better off dating the guy that works at the Walmarts because he might be killer at the relationship. Like, like you, just because you're good at your business, just because you're a you know business mm -hmm. owner or whatever, or mm -hmm. just because you're good at your craft... That does not at all translate to a relationship. Like, tell them, Jeff. But I'm, but I'm just over here. Like, <laughs> but what are the odds that you're gonna strike twice and have somebody? Like, let's look. For example, let's it. look at pro sports people <laughs> uh -huh. and how amazing they are at their sport, yeah. and they're also really amazing at having a girl at every city they go to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure. And they get caught all the or time. They're just bad well, people in general. What enjoy. cracks me up is I get caught all the time. You don't think anybody could notice? It is 2022. Yeah. To talk to somebody in a different state takes half a second. Like you, keep, people are smart. And all these have a camera. On them. They work them. They work this out quickly. Mm -hmm. Um. And so I'm just looking like, man, you a baller. That means you're garbage at relationships. I'm not saying you have to be, but I'm saying, what are the chances that you are top 2% good at more than one thing? I think some women have settled for, let me get the child out of them. Let me get a, a passive income instead of, I, I think we live in a society now where love isn't important anymore to people. Aha. Yeah, no, that's it. If, if, that's, yeah. if that's what they're going for. Well, and my thing is, because I actually... I always am thinking about all the different things that people could say when they're starting a line like that. Mm -hmm. And I thought it would be um, because they have something to prove because in my head, this is where I thought you were going with it was, well, when somebody tells you you're not good enough for so long, or when uh -huh. somebody tells you you're less than, then you want to come back in and, and rip them apart and uh -huh. like be the power bitch. Uh -huh. um, and I actually, you're had, right though. That's yeah. part of it. <laughs> well, keep going. <laughs> well, and that's where I'm over here. Like you go, and I, but I feel yeah. like that at the end of the day, you're you're crossing your wires because power bitch. To be in a successful relationship, like it or not, you have to need someone. You have to be vulnerable for someone. Yep. And so if you've built this entire persona around that you don't need anyone to succeed, you don't need anyone, you've literally built yourself to where you're, I mean, if, if somebody doesn't feel needed in your life, they're not going to stay. Correct. So it's just this awful, which, which I think you can a hundred percent, your work persona can be the bad B, the power B. Yes. And you can be a vulnerable to your partner, like but come home and be a great partner. But you have so many of these people that I think are trying to approach relationships like their job. And Correct. Like, I'm unfazed. Correct. Well, then you don't need me. Yeah. Then you don't need. That's me. where women, I think, are getting it wrong, and why they don't understand. Like you see, the birth rate, the marriage rate, continuing to drop. It's going to continue to drop because what you talked about with this, this, these power dynamics, like this woman specifically, I don't know completely, but I know enough of her story to say. 
how she grew up in her parents' house, how she felt like she had something to prove. Yeah, it led her to go get that master's. And I love and, that. And, and I love it too, because it's like, hey, great job. But now that you are accomplished, you say you want these things, but your behavior does not model that. It's complete opposite. And as I told her, one thing I learned about having to prove a point to somebody because I lived in that world, because people always said I wasn't going to be this, wouldn't be that. They doubted me. It gets to a point where you're doing things and you start to realize, why am I doing this? There is no happiness I get out of it. All I'm doing is is proving a, a minute point to somebody that they're not going to remember a year from now. Oh, I love how much time and energy we spend doing something in spite of someone else. Yeah. And that just blows my mind. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> no, like, me neither. I'm like, they don't care. Why am I wasting well, my the time? Day, the day, I, I call it a, the flame. The day they put my son in my hands, that flame was quelled. <laughs> I no longer felt the need to, okay, I got to do this. I got to do that. No, it was like, I got to take care of this child. And to do it, I got to take care of myself. So then it sent me on this this other thing. Like, okay, all these things I've been neglecting, how can I make them better? It's been a hell of a journey. But I, I don't yeah. have that in me. I don't have that dynamic to be like, I'm going to prove this person wrong. Ooh, what, what but, but on the basis of principle, <laughs> I will. You and will? I will ask <laughs> It's explicit. You can cuss. I'm just saying. <laughs> so I'm trying, I already dropped one earlier. That's fine. Yeah, I, to, there's some maybe. episodes I have that are not explicit. I got you. I just put the E on yeah, there. You if it's not, it. well, if it's not the right, if, it's, if you're doing the wrong thing, if you're hurting other people, mm -hmm. I will go to lengths to show you about yeah. your own butt end that you need to clean that shit up and you need to act a different way because it's it. unacceptable. So while I'm not vengeful anymore and while it's not like, I'm not going to, what I love about me. Let's mm -hmm. talk about in 2022, I'm trying to work on what I love about me. What I love about me is that I don't have to post passive aggressive social media status yes. when I'm mad at somebody. I love that about me. Yes. Because let me tell you, like, just, just let it go. Don't it's not worth don't it. Care. No. Well, I'm literally watching a more than grown woman. I'm talking about, she's got to be at least in her late sixties dealing with this is, it's, it's all, I can tell you more details at a different time. Yes. Side note, I'm really mad I spoiled something else I wanted to talk about with you there. Uh, I'll come back to that in just a second. But um, I'm really, I'm watching a woman, a fully grown woman yeah. with grown, I'm talking about her children are adults. Wow. Having, like, of age to have kids easily. And she is literally airing her grievances about, I guess, her boss on her social media page wow. and acting as if this is an acceptable way to handle things. And so what I love about me is that I don't do that and I don't feel the need to do that. Mm. And I don't, and I'm not in a place in my life. Like if I have a problem, so my boss is a year younger than me. Okay. Um, she's really cool. And she's very open with me. She's got tons of experience in what we do, but this is her first people manager job. Ooh, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it's cool. I have like 10 years people manager experience. Mm -hmm. I said, I'll be real with you if you're lacking in an area. If you want my advice, I'll give it to you. If you don't, that's fine. Yeah. Um, and she's very cool about coming to me and asking me what she, you know, what I need from her. Very good. And um, good. but I have this thing where I won't work for somebody anymore if I can't tell them about themselves. If I can't tell them about how they disappointed me, I'm not gonna come out and say, Hey, you disappointed me, but I'm gonna say, Hey how I think we should handle this is X, Y, Z. Does that make sense? And if you come my direction, then the problem is solved. Correct. If you don't, then we're going to talk about it some more because I don't have an opinion on it if it's not derailing stuff. Correct. I let it go now. But um, 
that's something to me that, yeah, I love that about myself. And I feel like, and I, I love what I, things I love about myself. Um, I'm not afraid to ask for what I want. Um, I've, I've gotten to a point in my Got life about that too. Yeah, where uh, if I want something, I'm going to ask for it. And I'm talking about in my career, I yeah. went back and this is one of those things where I, I went to my boss and I said, um, I knew when I came in, I, I got this amazing job offer of a lifetime that I didn't anticipate. Yeah. Um, and I had no experience in the field. <laughs> And so I came in way under market. Um, and I, but I knew that I was, I was up front. My, I was actually hired by someone else that no longer works for the company. And I was up front with them about my exact salary at the job I was phasing out. Of. Yeah. I said, this is what I make. If you can offer me that or anything better, I will take the job because I wanted a chance. Right. So I was fully transparent with them, right. knowing that that would ding my salary right. because I wanted a chance. Yeah. Um, and so almost a year in, it'll be a year next month. I came back and I said, Hey, if, if, I matter because I got a pretty killer review. I'm actually really grateful for it. So if I matter, I know that I'm under market value. Mm. I know that if you look at me compared to the rest of the team, yeah, I make less. Yeah. Um, any move that you guys could make to come any closer would show me that you value me. And mm. it wasn't, I'm not threatening. I'm not mm. looking. I'm not trying to go anywhere. You're doing what women should do more. But You're negotiating. I, but I'm, well, I'm asking for what I want. Yeah. Which is not, and it's not to say that I'm not able to pay my bills. It's not to say that mm. I'm not, no, but, but when it's I know, about. when I know market value Correct. is 10K more than what I'm making, Correct. like entry level, I'm going to ask. And mm -hmm. if you, and you know what, we're supposed to get a cost of living increase of so many percent. I kind of know what that is off the top of my head. If they give me anything above that, boom, <laughs> we are cool. And even if they don't, if, if my boss, she doesn't have that power, comes back to me and says, Hey, I have this conversation. This is where I got X person is not able to do that right now. Okay, you tried. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm asking. Mm -hmm. So, so like in even in my job, which is something I've never been confident of, something I've never been comfortable with. I went back and I asked, and I was like, "Hey, if oh, you can, you know." So, like that's something that, that, yeah, I'm really happy with, and I wish more people could see how much more. You, you, I mean, I know you. I'm so tired of people posting inspirational statuses and not doing anything like what they say. It's like, oh, you miss, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Well, you need to freaking tell people what you want. I agree. But it's that expectation thing though. It's, we expect the world to understand us, but we don't show the world why they should listen. So my, you know what, my, my point there, good, good thought. You said your expectation. Yeah. So, um, I, I have come to a new awareness and cause I am one of those people, if I get disappointed, I'm just very sad. Like I'm, I feel very strongly about everything. I feel yeah. very happy about everything. I feel very upset about like yeah. the smallest thing can turn me into a little flame mm -hmm. like a, of, of, of anger, danger, <laughs> danger flame. Um, so a new thing that I do, I don't ask a question unless I'm ready to hear every answer that someone could possibly give me. Mm -hmm. So I mentally prepare myself of what happens if they say no. Right. And I mean, I'm not saying there aren't, conversations where if you if I'm like if I'm in a relationship do you care about me and they say no then you need to leave you know there has to be consequences for those things I but agree. I don't ask a question if I'm not ready to hear any of the answers um because people are allowed to answer however they want agreed and so before I'll ask a question I now take a minute I developed a little bit of a filter because <laughs> there used to be none I got like a Brita status in there now it's not like everything but it's good um, if only I could get a softener, hey, a word softener, like a water softener, but a word softener. <laughs> if only I had one of those. Um, but that being said, 
I think that's a piece of it too, is recognizing that you can't, you're not always going to hear yes, right? You're not always going to get what you want, but being okay with whatever somebody says, letting them live their truth, just like you want to live your truth. I think that's a piece that people need to recognize is uh, it's not all about you. Like you have to let people be who they want to be in spite of what you want them to be. I could want you to be whatever, but I don't, I don't have that. I want you to be what you want to be. And that's at the end of the day, I can look at you and I can be like, you stop that. Cause yeah. I do all the time. Yep. But then what I do, I say my piece and then I turn around and I go, no, you go be what you want to be. And mm-hmm. I love it mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, that's the best that you can have. Even if it's not what you want is for the people in your lives to be living what they want. Mm-hmm. And, and anything else is just going to end an issue, right? You're going to have a problem. You're not living in your truth. What are you doing? We only have such a finite amount of time here. So what are you doing? You're you're mm-hmm. putting on a mask. You're doing a dance. It doesn't make any sense. And I think to to your point, it it's funny enough. I never thought in my life. I I remember telling my sister this. I never thought I was going to be an uncle, which I am going to be an uncle. Um, but how my parents handled it, <laughs> it comes back to what you're talking about about wanting things for people and not understanding that they have their own life to live. They are they their own. Self. So if you're not ready to understand that, you might want to keep your mouth shut. Yeah, you you dropped that the other day. And I was like, whoa. And then I didn't even ask any questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, okay. And uh, I'm interested. I'm intrigued. Um, yeah. But uh, no, that's oh, the, the thing I was going to tell you that was funny was um, the th- I was going to get your opinion on something Ooh. the first time. Well, I can't now because I've spoiled it. Um, I was going to give you a objective conversation and just get your take as a man on how you would feel about it. Okay. But then we didn't record in December. Um, and so then I spilled the beans to you about what I was going to get your judgment on. And so uh, yeah. I'm like, gosh, darn it. Cause I wanted to pitch it to you and how I wanted to pitch it to you was you've got a grown woman mm-hmm. who who's dating someone and then breaks it off with them and has somebody else come into the picture and is openly pitting them against each other. Like what's your reaction as a man? But I know now your judgment is clouded. So I'm not asking that question. No, it's not clouded. Mm-hmm. Because when you got love for the people, it's hard to be like, that's trash. <laughs> no, I mean, I think for me, I've always had this thought process. I think this is why this person continues to roll around my universe. Because if a person wants to try to pit me against somebody else or try to get attention that way, I'll just, it's like closing this laptop. I'll just close it. I'll just walk away. But yeah, but you easy. personally, you're not involved. But like, what if the two guys seem to be like, or at least one of them seems to be like, yeah, I'll one up that person. Like, God, what do you even I, do with that garbage? As that's how you know that guy or any of those guys don't have real male friends because my male friends that I talk to, that is not the conversations we have. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a male friend who thought like that, and I will always love him, and he will always be a friend. But he is loved from a distance. Because I can't have people who, like I say, around my circle or in my circle who don't understand that life's not meant to be lived that way. Yeah. That's an opposing view I have. I can't do it. Because that because in the end, what do you really feel about me? Yeah. <laughs> like, say, for instance, we like the same woman. And you tell me you like her first, but she likes me. Now, i got to have an issue with you because she likes me. I don't even like this woman. <laughs> you know? had a situation like that 
Oh yeah, people want to like throw blows, and you're not even you're not even trying to be involved. See, to me, that's a level of like immaturity care. that I can't like I can't. What's the word? I can't vibe with. I'm trying to think, I have to we have to code it because we're here. But that situation is is real, and it was with people we worked with in the past. Uh oh, I think I know. I think I know. Who you're and talking about. it was like, I remember being pulled to the side and being asked. By this, by my friend, like, yo, what do you think? It's like, oh, I know, who you're bro, I don't care. You do what you want to do. I don't, I'm not paying attention to that person. It's like, yeah, but really, this is what this person want. And then they be throwing themselves at you, and the other person won't it. And I'm, I will say that I am, I have been special. I, I don't realize at times my level of attraction to the world because when I see myself, I don't really see myself, I hear myself. Or is it just the one? Because I know the one. The one I have connected the dots, but then I'm like, is there more than one? We'll have to wait until we change it over to figure it out. Because it could be. I don't know if we're the same thing. But this, but this is what I mean about my life. There are times where I go through things and I don't even realize like the magnitude of that. Because I've I'm been just so like, used to it. I'm like, you know what would be really funny is if somehow I was thinking of the wrong one. You might be. So we, I'm telling you, let's I don't think I am. I don't you think are? I am. I think I got it. Yeah. Well, we're gonna, we, we're gonna switch over. We'll be back. So during it was the wrong one. That's what we learned at intermission. There's been more than, one. Been more than once. And since we're recording, oh, I will say no. this. Uh, as I said during intermission, there are times in my life that I've just not known the magnitude of my own existence. So like for me. I don't, when I look in the mirror, I don't see that person that the world sees. I hear this You're voice. You're so desirable. Apparently. Yeah. I hear this voice that tells me I'm not tall enough, that I'm not this, I'm not that. So when people come towards me, it doesn't make sense. And so, yeah. That's interesting. Hold on. I got to stop. Full, I'm going to stop on that one. So you actually have the thought of. Like, and just, I know this is just the first thing you're talking casually, but you're like, that I'm not tall enough. That's something that actually runs through your head. Uh, it doesn't sit with or me. It has. doesn't sit with me anymore. Right, but, but it did yeah. at one point. Oh, but yeah. like, yeah. but this, what's hilarious about that is that you were the person who, like, that that clearly didn't affect any of your who you went after or who you I mean we know <laughs> you have you have one phrase that I tell people to laugh about <laughs> uh, anyways hey. but but pause, look, she, look she's being she's being kind but I love <laughs> to climb trees okay? so I'm gonna it's say this favorite. it's my favorite I have told so many people I'm gonna say this because I don't even think so you know this people. but of course you know I've talked about my ex and she's six foot tall but the tallest woman I have been with is six five. I, I plan to go it's to six a, ten before I die. Wood. Yes, I plan to hit six ten before I die. That is but my thought. All you need to okay, back it up. <laughs> that needs to go in your profile. Like I'm looking for because if you can cross things off your bucket list on your dating apps, this can go so good. Because like, be like, be like the tallest person I've ever been with is six five. Yeah. I'm looking to increase, like, if you're trying so, to get to 6'10". Because then they'll be like, yo, 6'7". They'll be like, come on down. Bob Barker, come on down. There's this Australian basketball player. You're the next contestant. All right. And she is 6'10", and she is beautiful. Now, is, yes. it, is it similar to, is that the, that's like of the height of the guy that does all the reels where he has to, like, bend down indoors, you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. The guy that's like, he, he'll be walking and he'll stop yeah. and he'll yeah. be like this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How tall is he? I don't know. 
either. I don't, Anyways. I've never seen what he said his actual height. But what, so back to, I was actually making a point, but that's even Sorry, better. Sorry, I took no, you no, off of it. No, you're, so I, I, I definitely have to have this recording because immortalized, I just always want, first of all, the last one, I was like, I have to say forever because you said the phrase, you're right in it. And I was like, I'm going to play that over and over and over again. He told me I was right. Um, that's my favorite. Have I, have I been that type of friend that never no, no, could no, no, admit no, no. to my wrong? No, that's not it. No, let me clarify. Okay. I'm the kind of person that Dr. Phil says you either have to want to be loved or you have to want to be right. And I want to be right. Okay. And it's nothing to do oh, with okay. you and everything okay. to do with me. Yeah. <laughs> but my clarity, um, yeah. my clarity is such that I just love being right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nothing to do with you. Yeah. No, I have to, I have to correct yeah. that. Yes. Okay. I have to correct that misconception. I am not at all implying <laughs> that you have done anything. I just really like to be right. <laughs> Anyways. But now, this time, it has been topped by the audio of you saying my favorite phrase. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the point where we crossed the line from, because we did start out, uh, the funniest thing is when we became uh, friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I say we became friends. First of all, you were my boss. I was trying to work for you, and I didn't know who you were. Correct. And the most annoying part, I've told you the story, is that everybody was purposely mispronouncing your name, so I had no fucking clue how to say your name right. Yes. And I'm trying to work for you, yes. and they're calling you, they called you every <laughs> name. And I'm like, I don't know. Because oh, even um, the one who got me hired to the company told me <laughs> how cool you were. <laughs> Should we circle that around? Uh, it doesn't matter to me, because I've... Everybody already knows. Yeah, yeah. My hearing episode told him everything. <laughs> your, so. your, your, your baby mama's been mm-hmm. like, one well, you never used that phrase. You were very my respectful. Ex-wife. Yes. I have always gotten away with calling her mm-hmm. your baby mama, but that's because she's been my friend since we were 17. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but quite some time now. But uh, she got me hired, mm-hmm. and she told me how cool you would be to work for. Of course, this was well before anything, yeah. anything was brewing. Before but, all the love uh, and but the so, we, so you were my... So you were my boss first, and I remember growing this relationship with you that was so familial and great, and like, you've been my mentor since. It was 2010, and um, wow, 12 years? That's what, that's what you said. I was like, wow. 12 years. So yeah, we're getting old. Yeah, so. well, and you know what? That's not true. It was 2008. Correct. It was 08. Correct. Shoot. Correct. I was even wrong on the yeah. year. It was 08. Um, so yeah, 14 years. Um, and, and you've always, you took a mentor role pretty quickly because, uh, you helped me grow myself in a lot of ways. You made me an employable human, which I'm always grateful for. And I've gone, I've tried to do well with what you gave me. Um, but you were the first, I mean, you've been pretty successful for yourself. You were the first person that was willing to be like, try not to say it that way. <laughs> try to say it this way. Right. You gave me that really good constructive feedback and you did it in such a way that I didn't feel like I was a terrible person, Correct. but that it was, it wasn't me. It was an opportunity that I had mm-hmm. where everybody else, he'd either avoided it completely because I was a little intimidating or they, um, or they said it in such a way that it made me feel like I myself was not good enough. Correct. Um, so I found you. And, and so we had this mentor relationship and then, um, you know, times changed and things changed and you moved elsewhere and, and we became more, so you were still my mentor, but it was more of a moving towards friendship. And I knew I had fucking made it when you looked at me and you grinned so big and you said that shit and I died. I was like, that is the funniest thing because that was like the truest because you had work you and you had you, you. And I, and I started to see glimpses of personal you. And then when you said that to me, I was like, ah, oh, 
I am officially in the friend zone, which I know nobody's ever been so triumphant to say I'm in the friend zone. No, I think I think I think every, everybody who gets to come into the circle, everybody had a moment. That's the one thing. It's, it's one. crazy to hear you say that, but it's you know I talked with all my friends at the end of last year outside of you, but I didn't I didn't have any debts last year to settle, as I like to say, with people. Um, but I was just talking to a few of them and they were just, they all had a moment, kind of like what you said. Apparently that was their favorite line that I ever said. And that's how they knew we went from a work relationship or just like this friendship on a base level to like, right. I now know where you. we had made it. Yeah. 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 Where we had made it. I that's... guess, unfortunately, I'm that walled off, but I was told that um, by my So I don't, so. I don't actually look at it like it was an issue. Um, I didn't see it as you were, I felt like, I felt like it was, I felt like it made sense because we did have a little bit more of a, a different relationship when you were my boss. Right. Yeah. So we couldn't have no. that same. And so, and I felt like the appropriateness level was yep. understandable. You have to be professional. So I, I believe that unfortunately it's, it's kind of the cool thing I love about where I am now with my old boss because I loved her so much. And I love her. I'm glad that I don't work for her now because we are connected on social media and we can joke about things. Yeah. Whereas before the joke would stop up to a certain line. Right. Because at the end of the day, you're my boss. Yes. You know, and I want you to know that I respect you. You know what I mean? I think you're amazing, but I respect you. And that's just how I, I think we live in a world now where people blur that line too much. And I don't believe in it. You can't blur that line because... When people know that they can blur it, then they'll start testing you. Yeah. And that's, you well, don't want And that. if you can't, so not everybody is as good at compartmentalizing as we are. <laughs> like, I was literally. I didn't know that was a quality. I was literally, it's not a good quality. As I was driving out here today, I kid you not, my thought was, how much stuff can I disassociate from before I have disassociated from my entire life? Like I, cause I'm running through some things in my head and some traumatic events that I've encountered. And an odd one hit me today that I, I'm going to chat with you about offline. Cause it's maybe a little too much, a little too severe for this um, platform. Um, but it was a very traumatic experience that I had in 2020 and I, and I'll never forget it. And, um, hmm. so I'm, as I'm driving, <laughs> and, and I'm, I don't know where these things come from, but I guarantee you it's because I have not addressed all of my demons and I'm right. open enough to recognize right. that. But, but how can you, um, when life just keeps throwing things your way? Like, I feel like I'm still at the beginning of processing my dad's passing, which was back in 2012. Yeah, but you can't put time on that. And, but it's like, but, but still, how do you... When you have that and then you have other things on top of it and you have like losing him and then and then it was a, a situation so it was him and 12 and then uh, that was awful like having to keep my mom alive for the first couple of years yeah. right didn't get her settled she got settled at her job in about two years after and she became back in this earth and like dragging her back from not wanting to be here anymore wow. was its own trauma right which is understandable nobody's should ever have to lose anybody they love we all know this True. but nothing she did wrong it was just this no, wild sorry. experience so then in 2016 her dad went into the hospital for what seemed to be like routine surgery and he all but gave up and he was just done he was tired right. um and come to find out he was tired because my grandma had a level of dementia that was requiring so much more. Like she was so smart that she could kind of fool us into thinking wow. that she was okay. Yeah. Like, because she's, she was so sharp. 
to the end, she was so sharp. We're wow. talking about she just passed away at the end of last year. And so sharp. She would wake up. She'd play possum and she would wake up for you. And she like, she knew how to sass you. She'd be like, wow. I don't know. I'm like, yes, you do. Tell me. I don't know. She's, she was a trickster. And yeah. dementia is wild because it can only take so much of you. Right. Anyway, so we have him in the hospital and he passes away. And that's my mom's dad, her person. She was never really close to my mom. Mm -hmm. Her person. So I'm trying to walk her through that 2016. Then we had, at the same time, that's happening, right? We had the natural disaster where I worked that flipped everything upside down. That was before Michael. Yeah. That was in January of 16. Got that back together. Got that pieced up. That was a little <laughs> traumatic. Are we even going to have jobs? Am I going to have somewhere to Correct. work? You know, and I'd been there for eight years. Yeah. Then we have 2018 mm -hmm. with the dawn of Michael, mm -hmm. which was the traumatic event of all traumatic yeah. events. Yeah. And then we hit the pandemic at the end of 2019 into 2020. And I have another traumatic personal event in 2020. Yeah. Um, that I that was what I was processing today yeah. um, that just popped into my head but it's because how do I even have time when it's literally like you're, you're, you're it, it's every couple years there's just something to rock it and so like and then I, but but I'm like man I'm doing pretty good considering there's just been left and right well, things that you have were to give yourself grace and what I was told was is that you have to I think the thing we do as humans is when we go through we look at happy and sadness and we look at them as separate emotions. We know they are, but they're in the, they're on the same tree. Oh yeah. So you have to feel them both and you have to let them be felt. A lot of times when those things happen for people like us, because we were great at compartmentalizing, we yeah. instantly branch off mm -hmm. this, rope it off. I'll deal with you later. Well, right. no, you won't. Because what happens is you take one of those long car rides <laughs> and then <laughs> boom, yeah. it hits you and you're like, oh my God, I'm about to literally start bawling <laughs> where did this come from literally what happened to me i think i talked about it in, in the recap in 17 when one of my friends was literally talking to me i'm driving to tallahassee for an event i hadn't seen my son for two weeks and literally all of it just hit me and i started bawling on the phone as i'm driving to tallahassee and he has to calm me down mm -hmm. to get me there and then i did the same thing coming back home uh, i was with my teammates i was with these people i consider family yeah. and the thought of leaving them just boom, boom again sure. so it's like <laughs> it sucks, but you gotta drive through it. And I'm so sorry I went down that road mm. literally to say though what I the point I was making was if people were better at compartmentalizing, you could have that kind of relationship <laughs> with your boss. So like to tie that, that true. off, right? So like if you could have a personal relationship but shut it off when it was time to get the job done, we could do that. We could okay. have whatever uh, yeah. relationship with your direct report boss. It could be great. It could be terrible. It could be, you could be in a romantic relationship with your boss right. and still you will turn that off and kick into gear when the time comes yeah. because that's how you, that's how we're built is Correct. work. Our parents beat the work yeah. ethic into us of mm -hmm. like, we're going to do it. Um, and I understand the, is what I say, it's going to sound weird, but I understand the vapor trails <laughs> of people's energy they give off. So I know how to close that vent off completely. It's other people who don't. Yeah. Just as we saw back when I was dating my ex-wife. Yeah. It was, it's a situation of, hey, man, <laughs> Jemaya's doing this? Like, what? <laughs> what? What do you mean? Like, because I know how to seal it off. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, no, you guys were doing and no the matter, right thing. And no matter what through that, like I've said before, I, I'm so thankful for the, the process. Yeah. Um, one, I wouldn't have had a best friend i wouldn't have went through some of the most amazing moments it sucks on when you get to the bottom of the roller coaster because the bad hurts oh yeah but the greatest gift was given to me and if if i didn't um 
have those times with her, then I wouldn't have ever had my son um, because I was just a person who didn't believe I could have kids because I didn't think I could be an adequate father. And even now, I don't believe I can be, but I have no choice but to try. <laughs> I mean, So it's really funny that you say that. I was just having a discussion with a friend, and this might need to be a later day thing, but um, the funniest thing, talking about dating, cool dating apps, etc., is the level of um, discontent with where people are at. Mm. Um, it seems to be those people who are unmarried, no kids, mm. seem to be more discontented than those people who have been through a marriage, divorce, have kids, single parent, whatever. And it's funny because... I was having the discussion with a group. We have a group chat. And um, I think that the, the piece is, is you're right. That experience is like it or not at the end of the day, no matter it's how powerful. it ends, it makes you, you, you've been there. Yep. And also, even though it didn't work out, you've still had the experience. Whereas you have these people, I kind of feel bad for people that are too smart I do too. because you, you have those people that are smart enough to look down the road of a relationship and say, this isn't going to work out. So they don't take it to marriage, right? <laughs> they stop it ahead of time, but then they don't get to experience that road of that growth and that, you know, the, the doing, doing it differently. And so it's really funny yep. that I appreciate that you understand that value because you have these perfectly good people that have been never married, never had kids. Uh, and it's because they were smart enough to head it off, but then they miss out. They miss out on an experience right. though. Cause so, life wasn't designed for us to do that. Yeah. It, it was designed off of connection. We, I need you like you need me. And if we don't work together to figure that out, right. Then where are we going to get? Yeah. It's, it's like, it, it's like the hatred of the group project, right? You get, <laughs> and you either come out of it and you're like, I never want to speak to you again. Or you come out of it. And these are like your Friends. favorite people. Right. Yeah. And so like, but you have to roll the dice and try. Yep. And so you have these people that sit on the sidelines and it's never, I think some, some of the people who've never been married, never have kids are the smartest ones because they're yeah. like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Um, because I see it ahead of time. But the other part, it's funny because it makes you question your own worth because you haven't done it. You have this FOMO, even though the FOMO is trauma and sadness yeah. and regret and, yeah. and discontentment in general. Cause you know, you've got a, a thing and it, then you don't have it anymore. But at the end of the day, that's still so much better than never having had it at all. Yeah, but I, part of that plays off of what you just said. It's the two E's. One is experience, but the other one's expectation. Goes yeah. back to expectation. I the thirty that I add to that is expiration. See, in our lives, when we take vows, it's to death do us part. Yeah. And all that beautiful stuff. But here's the trick in life. All those times and all those people before us in the great big book, there are relationships in our lives that have expiration. You're not gonna know it. You, yeah. I can look go over that water and be like, mm, I don't think this is going to work. I tried it. I had a gut feeling once why I broke up with her. Ended up with bag leather and married her. Okay? So I think my brain's pretty well on it. Where I'm currently at as well. I'm like, I don't think that'll work. But I needed the experience. And I wouldn't, I, if I had to go back and redo it, I'd do the same way. You know? And I think that piece too is so valuable to recognize like you have to you have to have the experience. And so like, I don't, I'm not going to not live my life because I'm waiting to live my life. I'm just going to go live my life. Am I going to be good? At it? Yeah. And, well, am I going to be good at it? Probably not, yeah. but you can't, no matter what, you have to be the starter somewhere. Like you're not going to level up if you sit down. So yeah, I, I appreciate that. And that's something like, 
I wish there was some way. It's funny to bring it back around to dating apps, but I wish there was some way to be like. I mean, it's it's sitting in it. It what what you're seeing is the facade of people because they're afraid of what's across the water. Yeah. People are looking out and going, I dealt with this person, so let me tidy up my profile. <laughs> yeah. That's what they do. Like women specific. I have friends that are women who literally they'll have their profile up. When they go to match with a guy, then they'll pause it. And then when they bring it back up, they'll rearrange the photos. They'll minus or add something to the bio because of that experience they yeah. have with this person. You have this like laundry list of don'ts. Um, <laughs> I wish there was a way to very non-sexually, there's no way to do this non-sexually, to tell somebody, like, let's go for this ride. <laughs> like, let's go do it. But, like, then, of course, you immediately fall into the gutter to be like, <laughs> yeah. No, I, just, but, I, I think it, it just depends on, you know, people and their connection and, and what they – I think people <laughs> – Everybody wants to be loved. I was talking about this with another friend. She was talking about, she was very surprised at the intimacy level of the guys she was dating and military guys. And she was like, yeah, they just want to be cuddled. And I, and I told her, I was like, women don't understand that. Like you naturally get cuddled. I said, do you know how agonizing it is to want to hold a woman's hand, to want to be hugged? I want that all the time. I need that. But a lot of women don't realize that men want that. But if I say that to a woman, you know how many times I've had a woman look at me like I was weak because I asked for it? So. I love a good double standard. <laughs> it's the game. You know what I mean? So it's like men are in a situation yeah, but that ain't it. Men, that just be like, thank you next. Because if they don't get that, like, that's the part that kills me. You've got my 16-year-old who thinks that it's every day what those poor guys have to do. She has to do it once. And she's like, I'm going to have a panic attack. I'm just not going to go. And I'm like, why do you think these guys get really drunk? You have to do the same thing. <laughs> they do the same thing all the time. Oh, like, it's the same thing. Like you, I don't understand how you could want something and then be offended that somebody else wants the same thing. All right, they're going to be on the wall because part of the overcorrection is guys have taken their ball and went home. Meaning Guys, a lot of this stuff that these guys talk about online about trying to get men to be in the right frame, like I'm talking about all this alpha male stuff, but part of it is one of the credences they say is don't date women who aren't interested in you. If she's not showing interest in you, don't waste your time because you're not ever going to get a woman who's not interested in you to really play along. She's not. What's She's always going to have Why you would chasing. you date somebody who wasn't interested in you? In well, men, are, men have always been taught to chase. Yes, but, but, like, they still have to show, like, the point of the chase is, like, you should have to catch up with them. Yeah, but as boys, we're taught to be competitive. And if you want to stake your claim, you go after the highest prize and you'll get it. So once again, we, we talked about, like, the prize, right? Men have already given off that they're not the prize to women because this woman's the prize. Oh. So now we're all competing for that one woman. I've never been that guy that's like, that woman who you see as the prize, she's not. Because she's going to be boring. Because it's like a tall guy. He doesn't have to have personality. He's tall. <laughs> he doesn't have to work oh, as hard as I terrible. do. Oh, this reminds me. I was going to talk to you about this earlier. More things that don't. Oh, that's my 10 minute mark. Um, more things that don't make sense to me. You said that somebody was like, I want to be married in the next six months or a year, whatever. Mm -hmm. How the hell are you going to decide that you just want to be married in six months? And it doesn't like you don't have a person. That's what I'm over here. Like, that's the twist. You should have seen level. my comeback to that. No, I'm this just, isn't Joe Millionaire. We're not going on a TV show and figuring I'm, this out. I'm just, I'm just like, shouldn't you find somebody first? 
what's the point of being married if you haven't found the right person? Like, so this, this convoluted idea of be like, you're the exact person who should never get married because you don't understand what this is about. Cause you were like, the lady said casual. And then like, I'm trying to be married in the next six months. Well, first of all, you can't play that game. Right. And you can't play this game. Right. Cause you can't freaking want to get married. If you don't have the first, like, it doesn't, I just really want to well, be married. So because when a lot of women are talking, well, you're why the dang divorce the rate day. is eight hundred percent now. Because you just want to be married. You don't care. Yeah. I, I mean, they have to divorces. be. They have to be breathing. Like, yeah. But it's just. No, 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 it, no. These. This is why these women are delusional. They don't. It's not. They have to be breathing. They got a list. There, there is women that are like. You got 40 a list years and old, a time Forty it? years old, talking about they want a child, make four hundred thousand dollars, and they've got a list. And it's like, bro. And the time limit. Yeah. And it's crazy because there's like some kind of program. Um, there was a creator I was watching. And he'll go and he'll tell women what they need to do to help themselves. He's like, you're, you're trying to get a man. These are some of the things men look for. He's trying to give the perspective from a man. And if you can align yourself, you'll be good. He has some kind of computer program. He'll pop the information of what you want. It was like, he has to be like 6'2 or taller. Um the certain skin type has to have make this much money, drive this car, this house. It was like 0.005% of a chance that you'll find that man. <laughs> and it was like delusional. You'll never find that. I think every woman that's <laughs> trying to say the crap like that needs to go talk to that man because like, I don't even know. Does that, is that a level of stupidity or is that a level of like, like, is that, is that, Lack of self-awareness, stupidity. I just don't even know how you can get there. Overcorrection and the emotional connections of women. Because remember, like, my guy friends will tell me, Jan, you don't look good today. Most girls will be like, yeah, girl, you look good. It's that women lie to each other. So a lot of women will say, girl, you do deserve a man who got this, 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 and this. Like, you don't even know how to be loyal. All your relationships, you cheat on the man. So what makes you think you're a candidate for even being in a relationship, let alone marriage. Because you want to put on the wedding dress? 0.05%. <laughs> and then she tried to argue about it. Like, oh, no, that's this computer program. Like, bro, this is what I mean. That's literally science, and you're trying to argue it. Well, I mean, <laughs> let's not go about science. <laughs> that's a whole nother world. Well, so, I, well, I Googled it, and I took a quiz, mm -hmm. and it said that, that Facebook person, told me. That that was my soulmate. Yeah. My brother the other day, he got he um his his Facebook said that he looked like I think it was Mariah Carey. Like it he's a bearded man <laughs> and it like transformed him into it's Mariah Carey. Yeah, it was like Mariah Carey or Beyonce. Wow. And I was like, this is about accurate. But you know, some mouth breathing clown is gonna be over there like, yeah, that's how I actually look and share it. Hold on, I gotta find out. I'm gonna go look really yeah. quick and tell no, you. Because it was Part so of... funny. I'm sorry. I was incorrect. It turned him into Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Yo. And, and it was the funniest uh. thing. Because people are like, what? They're commenting on it. But it's like, these things are seriously so ridiculous. And um, like his other one that he got turned into was Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> he did it again. <laughs> wow. And, Okay, so it's just but finding a market. It's just random. Okay. So, I come oh, on wow. there and I went, yes, queen. Because <laughs> it's, but somebody, what you did is what women do to each yeah, other, right there. Yeah, except the difference is he knows. That yeah, I'm no, you're you're joking, but like I said, in, in the real world right now, 
someone is somewhere and a girl's putting on a dress that she doesn't need to wear. Yeah. Or she is talking about an issue she's having with her man with single friends. Yeah. And those single and friends like, are just get rid of them. Instead of going home and talking to her man. So ladies, if you ever hear this voice, listen. <laughs> The partner that you have is your partner. Go home and talk to them. Don't go talk to your friends about it. Handling your issue with the person you have issue with. Now, if you need to vent, venting is okay. But don't go to your friends asking for help on something when you need to vent. You go ask your partner for that. That's why marriages are falling apart. Because people go outside of their home and invite people into their home. Relationships are between two people. That's it. It's not somebody else's business. The only time, like, if something's not healthy, it's not healthy. And somebody might tell you, hey, this doesn't look good for you. Like, what are you doing? But, like, at the end of the day, you got to make that decision. And I just, but I love, I love the girls who go to their single gal pals who, A, probably resent them for being in a relationship. So they're going to, you know, try to wiggle that out to make themselves feel better. But also, B, they're not in a relationship. So it's like, why are you? How are you the expert when you have not? had any field of study here that's where it just blows my mind it just blows, so, blows my mind when you like, look at the world between people who do that who, who lean on their friends because women are emotional bonded creatures and then the overcorrection that's that's why a lot of women will be left on the wall because ultimately well, they've chosen to be there my final thought is you need to really produce these episodes because i don't <laughs> to like Hey, look, we got two already. So. I don't even know. Hey, I don't know. Where did this in. even go? Where did we start? We started at dating yet. But then we talked about relationships as a whole. Gosh, we went like eight. Yeah. Like, like, that wasn't a six-pointed star. That was like a 28-pointed star. It was, like, hey. it was like, oh, yeah, to bring it back around again. And the handmaid's tale. And People know me. Losses. They know sometimes I get in the tangents. We're the worst. That's what I do here. Are you going to produce these? Yeah, <laughs> if you wanted to. I didn't know if you wanted me to. Oh, no, I meant produce them as in, like, you know how the people write out the things ahead of time to keep us on Oh, track. oh, you mean like, like <laughs> produce, we, hey, when we actually do some stuff, guys, we'll try to produce those episodes um, for you. For like and subscribe. For the record, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I would like to take the time to thank you for joining this jam talk for today. That's it. That's the end. There's no, nothing else to say. Go back to your, your regularly scheduled program. Chew knows it.